0: Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is uh, broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Pro Bowl All-Pro wide receiver Tyler Lockett's going to join us upcoming in moments. I'm going to tell my best uh, Booker T. Washington. That's a really well-regarded <laughs> high school in Tulsa, Oklahoma story. Um, with Tyler Lockett, who's a Booker T. Washington. Alum, we'll get to all things Seahawks. Dan Byer can talk; they can do a Seahawks talk. We'll actually do Seahawks talk and record it as a podcast within the radio show, right? <laughs> you ever think of that? Sure. You never thought of that one. Uh, Alexander Madison's going to join us later on in the show. Dan's going to grab him and put him in the "I Want Your Flex" podcast, <laughs> right? Because Madison is Free a he is a he is a uh, fantasy. He's a fantasy champion. Right? He's the guy who's like, ooh, ooh, who's out? Dalvin Cook's out. Alexander Madison, that's who's in. Exactly what happens. That's who's in. Yes, sir. Did, did
2: you intentionally do the uh, Hamilton sing-song version right there, or was that just uh, by coincidence? Because- okay,
0: this is a real real thing here. I, not only have I never seen Hamilton, I have never seen Hamilton. Um, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I, I know Alexander Hamilton. I know that story. I know the basics of the musical and that is widely regarded as amazing. Although Scott Shapiro, who's one of our bosses, said this current troop that's in Los Angeles is a... P- group. Ouch. Wow. Yeah, he, that, he gave them the, a... The he Scott gave want them a, that to be known? He gave them a thumbs nationwide? down. Nationwide, They're playing at the Pantages. Is wow. that right? Well, yeah. again, Pantages is one of those places that I've heard exists. I've never actually been, and I don't know where it's located. I'm assuming that's where the cultured folk live and, and cultured folk go. I am not that cultured yet. I would, I'm open to being cultured. But I can't say I've never seen Hamilton. I, I lived and worked in New York City for three years, and I don't think I saw a show. I should have gone and seen shows. But so. the way you just said his name was
2: kind of a sing-songy version. Uh-huh. It almost sounded like it, but it actually sounds like this. And John, maybe uh, Dan, you could you could uh, tell me if I'm right on this. Uh-huh. Alexander Madison. His name is Alexander Madison. <laughs> It's very good. It's kind of in a G, I, G flat. You know what this I, feels
0: like? This feels like <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen the start of The Bachelorette <laughs> and the guys who are on the show are actually trying to get on the show so they can get a record uh, recording album. It's like Jay Stu. He doesn't really want to be with us. He just he wants to use this as a uh, Stepping as a stone, uh, yeah. stone or um, uh, a springboard springboard yeah. to some something else, which apparently is his own uh, uh, either sing song or album or maybe he wants to be on Broadway. Is That really what, what your career your career path you want to do to Broadway you end up you end up uh, being a producer of the Doug Gottlieb show
2: And just in case a Capitol Records executive is doing the rounds and they just hear it like in, in the distance, maybe they, they could sign me up
0: <laughs> I have
3: plus, seen plus. Hamilton on the Disney plus that's good
2: It's really good, Doug yeah you, my wife e- even, on, even on Disney plus it's and good your, your kids will love it that's the my thing. kids it's will a not love it. thing
0: no my kids will I, not love it
2: do not uh, I'm do just not telling underestimate. This, this performance Dude, I, I I, one
0: it. of my kids ah, maybe two of the kids would, would like it my son would not dig it would not dig it, not dig it. I, I'll tell you what like my my daughters are into Criminal Minds they love Criminal Minds and like thriller type of movies they're into my son likes like he could watch Remember the Titans every day all day he loves that movie he likes usually Likes sports movies more um, and and then they like YouTube and, and on YouTube, it's like, what do they watch? Somebody doing challenges. Which, by the way, did you guys see I promoted a possible challenge to get us ice cream? Did you see this? So you, are you familiar with Grater's ice cream? No. Okay, yeah. Google Grater's ice cream. You, you're familiar with it? Yeah, I've heard of it. It's Ohio-based ice cream. Really, really good. Big chunks. But the real thing. So I think they have, they're bringing like a uh, 18-wheeler. That's like refrigerated with their ice cream, and they're probably going to do like a pop-up shop or whatever. greater's ice cream. Now you know McConnell's ice cream, Santa Barbara. Negative. Also, amazing. So I'm proposing the, uh, some sort of taste test challenge of ice cream flavors right here on Fox Sports Radio. What do you guys think? Sure. I'm, Who would and, not want to participate? Yeah, right. Exactly right. Best ice cream yeah. flavor is what? I I really like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it
2: was kind of like one of those guilty pleasure it Really? Yeah, you didn't. Admissions. You, you like, didn't really like. Didn't sell it, Dick. Yeah,
0: you didn't. No. I didn't really like. Ch- like, you thought we we're going to make fun of you for the fact that you like, just one of the mo- one of the most basic flavors that there are. <laughs>
3: wow. It was, it was the second one that came into mind.
0: He watched you play in high uh, school, th- Doug. He watched you play in high school. Yeah. That's, that's very All nice. Right. You know what? A really good thing to do when somebody's live on the earth? <laughs> shout something out that they can't actually respond to. I appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> that that's that's always yeah. good. Um okay, so chocolate mint chip.
2: Oh, delicious. Yeah. Mint chip. But anything ice cream I'm into, but mint chip is my preference. Yeah.
0: Cookies and cream is I think the uh, that's appropriate hard to, answer. Hard to argue Cookies and cream. I mean, you could go into I I do I I like something a little chunkier, right? I, I now look, I went probably 20 years or 25 years of adulthood and not really enjoying and indulging in ice cream because it's not the greatest for you thing for you but now i'm like ah screw it i love it now i don't eat huge portions of ice cream but i like the really premium stuff that's 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 what we do so anyway you guys,
3: guys kind of like vanilla with stuff added to it is what you're telling me you like you you like yours with mint chips and you like yours with cookies? No, his is chocolate,
0: mint chocolate chip. That has not vanilla in any way. That's it's mint ice cream with mint chocolate chip
3: flavor with chocolate chips. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So it's green. Yeah, okay. It's green. Okay. All right. You're just trying to – you, you. You. Well, no.
0: Like cookies and cream is. I mean,
3: vanilla with.
2: Yeah, cookies, with yeah.
0: Oreos in it. Yeah. I mean, so nah, the one I, now the one I like is more a cream flavor with cookies in it. It's more right. of a more of a which is different than the standard vanilla. But you like the mint. It's not just like chunks of yeah. mint well, the in chunks there. of chocolate is pretty amazing. Yeah, right. Chocolate ice cream,
3: like Andy's mints. I will say that that, that
0: vanilla ice cream. I I will tell you, it's better than chocolate ice cream from from this one standpoint. Standing alone by itself, chocolate is better than vanilla. Okay, but vanilla blends better with caramel, with nuts, with uh, with hot chocolate, with hot fudge. Mm-hmm. Right, and. If you put vanilla ice cream on, I mean uh, brownies ala mode, right? Brownies ala mode with vanilla ice cream yeah, is correct. not nearly as good. I mean, is way better than brownies yes. a la mode with chocolate ice cream. <laughs> and at In and Out, I get vanilla shakes. I like vanilla shakes quite a bit. All right, good. I mean, this this is what America needs. There's Tyler Lockett need, needs to know. Tyler Lockett is right there. He's sauntering over. I do enjoy sauntering over. We're live here at Radio Row on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We've got a ton of things upcoming, uh, including uh, Jonathan Allen's going to join us this hour. Um, Alexander Madison, which we don't have to sing. He'll join us next hour. Cam Jordan, next hour. We had LeGarrett Blunt on earlier. Um, Gerard Mayo is supposed to stop by as well, as will Eddie McCaffrey, of course, who's the father of Christian McCaffrey, former uh, Super Bowl champion in his own right. Tyler Lockett joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Here's, I, I got a quick Booker T. Washington story for Uh-oh. you. Okay. Booker T. is a great high school, Tulsa, Oklahoma, where, where you went. So, um,. Uh, R.W. McQuarters. Yep. You're familiar with, with, with Dub, right? Of course. So R.W. McQuarters was a star at Oklahoma State, and the year before I got there, he was a junior cornerback, but he also actually played a ton of basketball. Hmm. He, was, he, was, he was the backup point guard off the bench because they were slim in numbers, they had injuries, they had some guys transfer out. So for at least 10 years, he did not speak to me <laughs> because, and I didn't even know, like, I didn't know he was mad at me, but he was on the, and when I signed there to play basketball, and I'd sat out of here I had three years, the, our coach called him in, and he was like, look, man, we love you, you still be on the team, but you're just not going to play anymore, because we actually recruited a point guard, we didn't have one, wow. and then he ended up, you know, playing, and he was a star, and he went and was drafted by the Bears, and had a great NFL career. So, anyway, our dub and I are good. I know you cared about that one.
1: <laughs> no, but that means that, you know, you pushed them in the right direction. <laughs> that's I, I, yeah, I That's did.
0: what that means. Just, 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 just play football. How would you characterize your season this year?
1: Man, I thought that I had one of the best seasons of my career. I mean, obviously, um, for me, I had the most receiving yards. I didn't have as many catches as I had the year before. Um, was able to have touchdowns. But I think the biggest thing is as you get older, what a lot of people ask is the question, can he still go deep? is he still a deep threat. Um, He had 100 catches, 1,054 yards, but it was like he was averaging 10 yards a catch, right? But now this year he's catching all of these deep balls. He's running past people. That's the question that people have as you get older because they thought that I lost that. And so for me, I think it just shows that, no, I'm just making the most of my opportunities. I showed you that sometimes I don't get a chance to go deep all the time, but I can make those under you know the under ten yard catches get what I can get get down. But when I do get chances to be able to be a deep threat and to do stuff going deep, I'm still able to have that access as well. So for me, that's what it was about is making the best of it.
0: What What is that like though to balance out the fact that you feel like hey, this is the best year of my career? I'm an All Pro, and and. And yet the team doesn't see the success. And and the same really goes for, like, the offense and the offensive coordinator. Like, you bring in a new offense, new offensive coordinator, there's a lot of good to take from it, even if the team didn't see the same success. But how do you balance that, your own personal success with your team's success?
1: Well, I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard because when you're not winning and you're – able to have you know a successful season individually it's hard because you want to be able to have that end to be able to win games and just like I was telling people earlier I'm like there's not like there's a lot of stuff that we have to change when you look at the games that we lost we were winning we were beating Tennessee by like a three possession game in the fourth quarter and we lost you know what I mean we Came back and we were in overtime with the Steelers, had everything going for it, and then we lost. We lost with the Rams and we had a, t- a chance to win. We lost to Minnesota when we were already up at halftime. When you look at, like, a lot of the games that we put ourselves in a bad position, we just didn't finish. But if you look at the previous years, the last two years that we've played, we were beating teams by three and seven. And so we were beating them on last play drives. Yeah, I man, it's you like know? every
0: Seahawks game ever. I, I As Dan Beyer, he's, uh, Dan's a, a huge— Seahawks fan, right? right, And I always joke like every Seahawks fan seemingly looks the same. It's Russell Wilson running around trying to find one of you guys. You know, he just screaming around and sometimes he makes plays and sometimes he doesn't. More often times he does. It's like every Seahawk game previous to this year was <laughs> on a loop. It was yeah. the same thing over and over again.
1: Well, I mean, we had a whole bunch of exciting moments the last couple of years where we ended the game and being able to win on the last drives. But this year we just weren't able to to do that. And so the record looks what 7 and 10. Yeah. But if you look at the games that we've won previously, if we would have lost those games, we would have probably been 7 and 9. You know what I mean? So now that we played the extra game, we could have easily been 10 and 7 or 11 and 6, but we just didn't finish even though we were up in the fourth quarter with a couple of minutes left in the game. And so for us, it's just more so about learning how to be able to finish and put a full game together rather than playing like a really really great game against Chicago and then somehow we let it slip under our fingers like that's what was happening
0: what's your level of confidence that Russell be back as your quarterback
1: I mean I have an extreme level of confidence you know the hardest part is just and you know I told people this too is that none of us ever know if we're safe you know like I was talking to one of my um, best friends the other day and I'm like when you go to like we were like when you get older you realize like when you go to school you have stability right like middle school elementary high school there's stability like you're almost forced to go but as you go to college people have a choice to say i don't want to go to college no more but when you're in college and you say i'm gonna finish no matter what you still have stability but when you come to like the real world like this there's no stability and so like when you come to the nfl and you play you start learning like oh man like you can make the most money and still get cut or you can be the cheapest person on the team and still get cut like there's no loyalty And so that's the part that's hard is because you never know. You you think you're safe if you have the best season of your life and you still can get traded or cut, you know. And so at that moment, it's like all you can say is, well, this is where I want to be. But you have no control over it, you know. And so all of us are in that position in our lives because. As the cap goes up or if people look at my contract, they might say, oh, they need to do this with Tyler. They need to do that. And you have no control over it, but you can only say where you want to be. And if it's not that place, all you can do is make the best of it.
0: What's your your reaction to the Rams being the Super Bowl?
1: Uh, I mean, I I felt like somebody in our division was going to be in the Super Bowl. You know, I think the Rams did a really great job this year, and I think they showcased why they were the best team in our division this year. Um, it's going to be very interesting when they play Cincinnati, you know, I think if Cincy does what they did against the chiefs, as far as throwing the ball short, they're an explosive team, but they, they, they played a game to where some people was like, oh my gosh, this is boring, but they played football, right? They, was getting they took, five what the, yards took what the defense seven, gave them. And that's what's hard for teams to do. And the Rams are a team that will eliminate explosive plays and be like, we want you to beat us playing boring football. I think the Bengals are a team that can play boring football. Like, they can be able to just run the ball. They can be able to throw five-yard outs, five-yard hitches, and create 14, 15 play drives and win. They showed us versus the Chiefs. They don't have to be the most explosive team in the playoffs like they were against them in a regular season. So I think if they take what the Rams give them, I think they might really, really have a great chance to win. But if the Rams are up 10, 14 points, it's hard to come back against the Rams because once you get into that passing-only mode – you got people like Aaron Donald, Von Miller, um, Leonard Floyd. You got a whole bunch of guys that can get to you fast.
0: Um, okay. Uh, w- what do you think happened to uh, Pat Mahomes in the second half of that game? Because, I mean, like, look, I'm, I was actually talking to an NFL GM earlier today, and he told me I was just in a phone call. He was like, Mahomes was rattled. Like, he did, that's not the Mahomes that we played against. What, what happened?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm not on their team, so I don't really know. I mean, people can think that they got the answers of what could have happened or stuff like that. But, I mean, you really just don't know. I mean, you got to give credit to the other team because the other team knows how to adjust. And that's what I was saying. Like, even when you watch the Chiefs in their game, like, they were they were dominating, right? And they were taking everything that Cincy was giving them, he was giving all the short stuff. And then all of a sudden it's just like then since he started trying to play the guessing game and it just so happened that since he started guessing right, you know, and then since he started getting pressure and it's just hard to be able to keep functioning and moving when you don't have a rhythm. Like we experienced that with the Seahawks. Once Once we were able to get third downs going, it was like, wow, the Seahawks are one of the most best offenses in the league. But when we couldn't get third downs, it's hard to be able to say, okay, look, Y'all going to get three plays and sit down for seven minutes, then come back and get three plays and sit down for two minutes, and then we need y'all to put a drop. It's hard, you know, because everybody's – they're not loose anymore. You got to stretch. You're watching the game. You're getting frustrated. Like, like, everybody knows what that feeling is like, and sometimes it just happens.
0: Did Russ come back too soon?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, he came back when he felt like he needed to come back. And so I'm not no doctor. <laughs> like, if you feel like you could come back, then, hey, you know, you're going to come back. I think that's any of us. We're going to come back when we feel like we're ready to play. Tyler Lockett joining us on
0: the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Uh, Black women's health is incredibly imperative, right? We Oftentimes talk about men's health, but in terms of women's health, and I know you're here to help bring awareness to some things that specifically black women need to get checked up on. What are they?
1: Yeah, well, um, one of the things before we get into all that is what I've been telling everybody is just this one thing. When it comes to football, we have all these opportunities in the world, right? We have a chance to play on multiple teams. We have a chance to play with multiple coaches. We have a chance to play with multiple teammates and players. But the one thing that always remains the same is that we only have one body. And so they teach us to eat right, sleep right, and drink right, because if you don't, that's the fastest way for all of this stuff to be gone. And also to be able to realize that when you need to go get checked, when you have an injury, go get checked, because you never know how extreme it is. And if you keep waiting until it's very, very extreme, it might be too late, and now you have to give surgery. When people are like, if you would have came in early, we would have been able to help you. Preventative health care. And so now right? yeah. when we're talking about the black women's health imperative, we're trying to encourage all women to be able to get checked in early, to check up early, to get screening done early, because if there's something that's wrong, they could be able to catch it right there. You don't have to deal with the extreme consequences. But if you keep waiting, then you never know what might end up happening. And so in order for us to enjoy the life that we want to enjoy, to live the life that we want to live, in order to go have all these opportunities, we have to be able to take care of our body eating right, sleeping right, drinking right, all those different types of things. And if we're able to do that, then, you know, hopefully we're able to live a long life. Tyler Lockett, that is is
0: great stuff. That is fantastic, fantastic stuff. Hey, man, you had a great year. (laughs) I appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next year in the playoffs. You want to get one Seahawks question in? I got, I got
3: about 50. No, just go, no, man. No, 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 just no, go. No. no. Just go. Talk about this circle in the NFC West because you seem to have the 49ers number, the Niners number, yeah. uh, Niners have the Rams number. And Rams kind of have your number. Why does it go in a circle like that? Can you explain
1: uh-huh. that? I just think it's the I think it's the schemes and the way that we all play. You know, like when you look at us versus the 49ers, I think that we're really good against the 49ers because The way that we are within our offense is able to, like, allow us to be successful, like, the way they play defense. But the way that they play defense puts pressure on the way that the Rams play offense. But the way that the Rams play defense, the San Fran, they run the ball so well to where that's how you beat the Rams is you got to be able to run the ball because everybody wants to pass. Then when you play the Cardinals, The Cardinals are a team that does great because they play lots of man-to-man. And so you don't get that in our division. But then all of a sudden, like, whenever, like, the Cardinals play us, it's like we've always been really good at beating man-to-man. And so that's why I said the way that we – offenses play – Different differentiate, because then when we're really good at playing man to man, we play the Rams and they play all zone. Yeah, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. then it's like they play a different zone than San Fran plays. And so it's like some defense is just plays in the scheme. No, it's a matchup. It's styles make fights, right? Styles make fights. We're going to stick in that
0: division. I got one more for you. One more. If let's say a quarterback were to unfollow his team on Instagram and Twitter, not your quarterback, another quarterback. Should we in the media think it's something interesting or maybe like a big thing, like a sign of something to come?
1: No, I just think that, you know, people just look into stuff a lot. But why would you unfollow your team? I mean, the same way that some people never follow their team to start with. (laughs) But you can just mute it, right? Can't you just mute the content? Like where you're just like, nah. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, also you don't know who runs your account. Good point. Like, you know, a lot of people think that, this person has to run an account. And it's like, no, like, there's stuff that my marketing people might post on my account. You know, like, you just don't know. But I just think that we're all, we all think that you have to fit this, this like build to where it's like you have to do this, you have to follow this. Like it's your birthday. You have to say it's your birthday. You get married, you have to say that you're married. If yeah. you don't, then it's like, ooh, you're not faithful. You and it's like, no, like thoughts and stuff, you gotta do
0: thoughts and prayers yeah. anytime. There's something bad like, it goes on, yeah. right?
1: And so it's just I think we got into this this lifestyle of how you're supposed to live on social media to where if it's anything outside of what you do in life, it's like, is there something going on? I mean, it might be, it might not be, but I think the media hyping it up is going to make it be something that maybe it would never was.
0: Tyler Lockett, all-pro, wide receiver, Seattle Seahawks. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: No, nah, thank you, man. Y'all tune in Saturday night at the Gospel Awards. It's going to be a big announcement too. All
0: right, that's all right. That, that, that's awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Reminding uh, women, especially black women, the black women's health imperative. Uh, we're going to talk to our first-ever Washington commander. Commander. That's upcoming next, but first... BetRiver Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. The foundation of that experience: a massive, massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that, live streaming of sports every day. There's almost always a live match to watch on River Sportsbook, and you can do it right on your phone. BetRivers features top-tier customer service They're ready to answer your questions anytime, day. Or night. Plus, they have the unique rush pay system, and Bet Rivers Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. And customer satisfaction is always the number one priority. Bet Rivers is going to match your first deposit up to $250. Now, unlike some other sports books, Bet Rivers only requires a one time pay through to turn your bonuses into cash. Experience the difference. Go to BetRivers.com. See it for yourself. You got to be 21, President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gamber. Remember, that is Bet River Sportsbook at betrivers.com.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. This just feels weird. Feels weird to say Washington Commanders. I don't know. Who do you play for? The Commanders. What league is that? the national football league right i i'm bringing that up because jonathan allen's kind enough the pro bowlers kind enough to stop by and and hang out with us for for a minute and um yeah i mean like look you walk into a room and guys like you know especially come out of the super bowl i'm sure you get off the airplane like hey man who you play for and, like the commanders who
5: you know, the, the Washington. <laughs> it's a funny story i was at the pro bowl and this guy's like you gotta play football who do you play for and i was like you know at first, I wanted to say Redskins, just because if you're not a fan of football, that's the easiest name sure, for people to remember. Of course. But I was like, you know, I played for the Washington Commanders. And he was like, oh, so, like, you're still trying to make the NFL, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, like, you know, that's the new name for the Washington football team, which was the Redskins. And and then we just had a good laugh. And he was like, all right, well, you know, I'm about to head to the Pro Bowl. Like, you should check it out. Like, I went to practice the other day, and it was great. And I was like, you know what? I think I might check it out.
0: What, uh, what was the Pro Bowl like?
5: It was It was so surreal, just, like, hanging out with all the guys. Seeing like, even though I've been in the league for five years, when you see certain guys, it's like, man, like I really like admire your game. I like the way you play, and just be able to share the field with them is an honor.
0: Okay, um, who's the one guy who you kind of you were
5: you hadn't you didn't get a chance ever to meet previously, and you met and you wanted to say that to? Uh, Cam Jordan. I thought he was just so cool. Spent a lot of time with him. Hung out. Just a, just a good dude, and even a, more of a baller on the field.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's one of those guys, and we're gonna have him. I think later today is that right, Jay? Do we have him, do we have Cam Jordan later today? Yeah, we have Cam Jordan next hour. Make sure and play that play that for him. But uh, yeah, Cam is a he's a good dude. He kind of totally gets it, like yeah. very comfortable in who he is and what he does. Yeah, and it's it's uh, fascinating. Um, what did you guys season? You guys had so many injuries. You know, I mean, last year obviously kind of snuck into the playoffs, obviously, but um, and you gave gave the Buccaneers as good a game as as anybody. But to have the the litany of injuries that you guys had, what was that like for you personally? It's
5: tough. It really is tough. And I feel like there's times where the worst thing you could do is blame your season on the injuries. Every team deals with injuries. Yes, I feel like we dealt with more than some of the other teams did. But when you give yourself an excuse or a way out, like, oh, we didn't do this because of injuries or, oh, we didn't do that because of injuries, it gives you an excuse. And excuses get you nowhere in the league. So I think for, for, for me personally, I just try to focus. I'm going to be the most consistent player I can be. I'm going to make sure I'm – I mean, obviously, injuries, you know, knock on wood can happen any time, and the, you can't plan for them. But, you know, my whole mindset was just trying to make sure I'm the most consistent I can be for my team.
0: What, what, what has it been like for you? You know, you've undergone a transformation, not just from a great college player to a great pro player, but also the changing of the defense in Washington – What's that like for you in terms of going to work and doing what you do when you guys switch to the
5: 4-3? You know, Coach Saban would always say you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And whenever you get comfortable, you don't have growth. So, I mean, it's definitely not something that I wanted to do at first. I, I was comfortable in the 3-4. I felt like that I could make plays there, but I feel like switching to the 4-3 has really you know taken my career to the next level and made me re-challenge myself. And I feel like you have to do that every year in the NFL. Yeah, there's,
0: there, there's, there's no question. Which team... Which team do you find yourself kind of gravitating more towards in the Super Bowl, right? You got the Rams, which is kind of a list of like, they got some dudes that everybody knows. They got some stars, right? But then the, the Bengals, they got some of these young cats on offense. I mean, you know, I mean, you got a quarterback and a wide receiver who would kind of take feel like they're taking the league by storm, but they got all kinds of other dudes as well. Joe Mixon is a running back. You know, they got Tyler Boyd as well. Which team do you end up kind of gravitating more towards? not necessarily thinking they're the better team, but the one that you you enjoy
5: more, you're more drawn to? My whole family is from Cincinnati, Ohio. So when I say I grew up with the Carson Palmer and the Chad Johnson and T.J. Huchmanzada, and I never forget when they're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first play, Carson Palmer throws like a 60-yard bomb to Chad Johnson, but tear, blows his knee yeah, out. Kimo so, Van and, ran he, out and rolled up on his knee. He, yeah, so I remember how much pain... <laughs> My family was in, so this Super Bowl is like I want the I really want the Bengals to win. I like Joe Burrow. There's just something about him. Like, how can you not like him? He just just swagged up and just a good dude. But then I I, I look at the matchup and I'm just like, the, Bang, yeah. the Bengals are gonna need Joe Burrow is gonna have to be Joe Burrow.
0: You mentioned Kimo Van O'Hoffen rolling up on Carson Palmer's knee. You obviously got a chance to play with with Alex Smith going back two years ago. What was that like? Like, I mean, you know, you're sitting there that dude's knee was leg was mangled mangled but to 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 have a guy like that make it back to the nfl as a guy on the younger side of what's going to be likely a 20-year career what was that like for you
5: it was it was tough um team-wise it was tough because we were six and two just beat the cowboys and the giants at home we were feeling good and after he went down we won one more game for the rest of the season for him it was it was devastating man one thing is always pray for health on both sides of the football because after I broke my foot my rookie year that was my first time ever missing time because of an injury I know what it does to a player like emotionally like like you're depressed like when you're not be able to be able to be out there with your guys and seeing him I mean we all thought that's the end of your career and who wants to go out like that so I think it's a testament to him to be able to fight back and come back and man Alex Smith is a dude I love him
0: yeah no he's an he's an amazing guy we should point out that you're a pretty amazing person for all the things that you've done. That's why you've been recognized as a Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate. You're the candidate for the Washington football team. Was that, in, with, with all the things you've done, was that a thought in your mind, right? Like, all these things I'm doing are going to be recognized? Like, what, what has brought you to live this life of service?
5: The biggest thing that I always try to remind myself is, is, is when you're an NFL player, it's easy to become a little blown up. And I feel like I try really hard to bring myself back down in any way I can. I pray about it, and I just try to remember that winning this award will be huge. Not for me, just because I know the money is going to go to a great spot. And that's what I try to remind myself in anything, is to remember that. Football is what I do. It's not who I am. What, where, where's the money going to go? It's going to go to Sasha Bruce Youth Work. They're a, they're a congregation of houses in the D.C. area that you know some service— um, Single moms, the one I work with, services, underage youth who are kind of like not runaways, but don't really have a place to go, homeless, so a bunch of stuff like that. And I know it. DC is a community that can use that money so well.
0: What What made you want to get involved with them?
5: So I was actually spent. I actually spent a little bit of time in a homeless shelter growing up. And when I first got to the league, I knew I wanted to do something with the community, but I wanted it to be more than just me donating. I wanted it to be something that I'm actually passionate about so I would want to go back and help and something that was close to home. So, you know, after talking to Luke and my wife, and that's kind of what we thought of as a group would be the best way for me to give back and actually impact, not just slap my name on something and and give it, but actually be a part of the community, let the kids see my face as someone who was in their position.
0: You know, it's amazing how... How were you able to persevere through those tough times? Like what is if, – if somebody's listening and they're going through something or they want to relate it to somebody who's going through something like you went through when you were a kid, how did you persevere to live this dream?
5: I would say my brother. My brother was seven years older than me. We were going through it at the same time. And without him, I don't, I don't think I'm here today. You know, obviously God blessed me tremendously. And understanding that I had somebody like my brother, I mean, I obviously understand. I, I will never be that to another kid. I'll never be like a brother. But if I can be a face of familiarity, comfort, consistency, and not someone who's going to go over there and give them a motivational speech, but just really just spend genuine time with them and be real with them, answer the real tough questions that they're uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable. And you know kids are brutally honest. So just try to be that consistent face, you know, in their life as best as I can. You
0: know, it's interesting because when you guys had the little sideline blow up, you know, because of the reputation that you have, there wasn't a single person that was like, oh, Donald Allen, he's part of the but but, but you know, I've being part of teams, like that stuff happens, right? Like guys are gonna come at one another. What what's it like to to have then you're playing in a game, you go at it with a teammate, and you get home and everybody's talking about it. What's that like from your from your from your perspective?
5: The 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 hard one of the hardest things about being in the NFL is everything you do is scrutinize and criticize. Right. And I understand that, and that's what we signed up for. And the thing I would never want to paint is the image that i'm a perfect person i don't ma- i make mistakes all the time literally all the time i tweet dumb stuff i say stuff. i just talk right and one thing I'm a I human pro- being yeah one we- thing i pride myself on is I-, I always try to answer questions honestly and when i do that i have to make sure i say it a certain way because i mean when you answer honest there's going to be sensitive t- subjects that are talked about but i'm human and the biggest thing i've always learned is if you mess up just stand up for hey that's on me i apologize i made that mistake I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow from that. And it's tough because we live in a cancel culture society. But all I can all I can be is who I can be. You know, I'm going to try to lead with the best foot forward. I'm going to try to be genuine, authentic, and, you know. And, and maybe
0: that's why you're Walter Payton, man of the year candidate, because you are authentic, you are real, you are raw, and these things you're doing are absolutely things that, that help the community. Hey, man, great season. Thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to seeing you in a commander <laughs> uniform.
5: I didn't like the red. I thought the black were okay. The white looks the white looks pretty clean. I like the white ones. Wait till you see them in person. I, on camera, they they look a little funny on camera, but in person. They don't give that same vibe. Maybe because the lights and the flash, right. and they might reflect a little bit. All I'll say to anyone who doesn't like it, which is a lot, which understandable. Wait till you see them in person. Wait till you see a little dirt on them, a little little mud, a little blood on them before you judge them. That's all I ask. All right.
0: Just make sure you're careful when you're shaking hands and signing autographs <laughs> at the stadium. We've seen what, what can happen. That, that thing gives way in a in a, in a harpy. Thanks so much for joining us. No, I appreciate it. Jonathan Allen joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Check out the latest lines from the World of Sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Um, you must be 21, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Wait to you hear what Colin Cowherd said about the Lakers... Oh, oh, we'll get to that in a second. First, here's Dan Beyer. Dan, what do you got? Doug, I need my airtime. NFL fault.
3: Commissioner Roger Goodell called the allegations made in the lawsuit by Brian Flores is, quote, very disturbing, end quote, all part of Goodell's annual State of the League address. As for the allegations that the Dolphins were tanking and that Stephen Ross was awarding bonuses for losses, Goodell said the integrity of the game is very important and that they will deal with it very seriously. Goodell also announced that the NFL will host a game in Munich, Germany next season with four games being played in the country over the next four years. Munich's going to host two of those games. Frankfurt, Germany's going to host another two. Mexico City will once again host a game in the 2022 NFL season. The NFL says they will conduct their own investigation into allegations made against Commander's owner Dan Snyder. Sixers and Nets still talking trade. They could have Ben Simmons going to Brooklyn in exchange for James Harden. ESPN characterized the conversations by saying the sides are, quote, in the deal zone. Lakers forward LeBron James a guard Russell Westbrook Questionable for tonight's game in Portland. Check out the latest lines for the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling Gambling. problem? Call
0: 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug, the Deal Zone. The Deal Zone. You have entered the Deal Zone.
1: All
0: right, I'll tell you what we have entered. What the Fox says, Zone. Next on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
3: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LaVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio
0: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio, live in Los Angeles. We're outside, 85 degrees. Inside, 55 degrees? What do you guys think? 50, 55 degrees? The, the kings and ducks are playing over in yeah. exhibit hall B. This, this is, this is. it reminds me of like, if you guys have ever been to Phoenix or Vegas in the, uh, uh, in the summer where they just crank up yeah. the air conditioning where you go from hot to cold to hot to cold. It's not hot outside, it's beautiful outside. But it is so cold in here. It's really, I am not dressed appropriately No. in general, but also not pre- dressed appropriately for this type of, of frigid temperatures. You did wear shorts today. I did wear shorts. I just saw so many people in shorts, and we have a big I walked yesterday.
3: Front. I did. Yeah. Doug's
0: under, the
2: impression. Doug's under the impression that it's uh, we're back in the radio studio, and there aren't hundreds of people walking by, and he's got the shorts and the no
0: socks. That's a good California vibe. I have socks on. So, so. huh? Did you shower? I did shower. <laughs> I, I, I showered, yeah. deodorant, and everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, shower, deodorant. Radio I casual. Even, yeah. I, I air-dried, you know, because I'm like um, – What's the wide receiver in uh, uh, Jerry McGuire. What is uh, Cuba Good Jr.? Tidwell? Yeah, I'm like Rod it- Tidwell. I air dry. Remember he air dried? He's an air dry guy. Let's yeah. get to what the fox said. <laughs> 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 what does the fox say? It's brought to you by Hustler Turf. The lawn care, prof- lawn care brand, Professionals, the brand lawn care professionals. God, can we, let's let's drop that and start again.
2: <laughs> nice. There you go, Ramos.
0: What does the Fox say is brought to you by Hustler Turf. The brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawn mowers to run their business. Uh, and for us weekend Joes, Hustler Turf has a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. This is Colin Cowherd talking about the lakers miami cleveland
4: lakers rinse and repeat listen you get a title but the difference is for cleveland that's a big deal the lakers sold their soul to lebron and they've already got 17 we ain't cleveland westbrook lebron's idea mellow lebron's idea all the young guys LeBron didn't want him, they're gone. So good luck trading young legs and getting other players. Draft picks, ship those off to get AD and he can't stay healthy. The Lakers sold their soul. I get Cleveland doing it and I understood Miami doing it because I think we all thought it would last longer than four years. And they got to the finals four straight years and won two titles. So I would back what Miami did. But the Lakers were not well run and LeBron was a life preserver. And he is still a remarkable player. But the Lakers now have no draft picks of note, no flexibility, and a Westbrook contract that is an
0: absolute anchor. He's right on, on on many levels. I would point out that the Lakers went through their worst five-year stretch in history before LeBron got here. So none of what... what what Colin is saying is wrong but it's important to point out the context that he took a what became a downtrodden franchise and in 2 years they won a title and he did, he resurrected them and i would say the anthony davis move though they spent too much it's still a relative win um the problem is that this is what happens with the bronze teams right is the he, it is a they seek and destroy, and it destroys that. I mean, like, look, Cleveland only now has recovered to where they're a viable playoff team. Uh, Miami recovered a little bit quicker, although part of it was, you know, they re-signed Chris Bosh. Bosh ha- had the had the blood clot problem, and they got that money to spend back out in the market in, in short order. I thought that reinvigorated them. But he's not wrong, and this is why I, it, it is a, if LeBron wants to play with his son Bronny, Goodbye. I, you, you have to, and I, look, that's still three years away, but if that's your focus, I mean, LeBron James at 40 years old should not be calling the shots. But whatever level that he has called the shots, they took an NBA champion, they changed it, and they've changed it for the worse. I, I, you know, we don't often play things from Colin that I completely agree with, but this one, he's right. Ah! What does the Fox say? All right, there's a lot I, I still want to get to. Um... What happened with Gerard Mayo? Is he going to stop by? Right? He's Gerard Mayo of the uh, of the New England Patriots. You know,
2: we might, we might do, have to do it tomorrow, but uh, we'll try to get it in.
0: Okay. We got uh, him. We got uh, Eddie McCaffrey supposed to stop by, Cam Jordan, Alexander Madison. We, we have a lot of guests that are uh, circling around here waiting. Uh, coming up next, I, um, I don't know about you, but now instead of waking up and opening up the newspaper, well, I get onto my phone. And when I get onto my phone... Um, There is a viral video wonder after most big events in college and pro football. The creator of those viral videos will join us upcoming next on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio.